This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Uh, if you're watching out there in Facebook land, you've probably just received a notification that we've gone live on Facebook. And there is, apart from the Coventry game, there is a, uh, an important thing we want to talk to you about, about giving your feedback to the club. But we will get there in about 10, 15 minutes. Let's talk about the shite show that we uh, all spent 10 quid on watching last night. <clears throat> uh, ben. Uh, I'll come to you first. That was a good game, oh. wasn't it? Coventry. No. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> did, you have a, did you have a watch, or did you have better things to do, like watch paint dry? No, I uh, I had I had a watch, and yeah, um, it was crap, wasn't it? Yeah, it was shite. It was shite. I uh, I thought it was toothless. I thought it was uh, I thought it was abject, and the manner in which they scored them goals, them goals. Listen to me. Those goals was. Um, was absolutely one of the worst things I'd ever seen. Simon, come on, you must have some analysis ready for me apart from it was shit, weren't it? Oh, shit, you've just retained the words right out. <laughs> Is that all your notes? <laughs> well, I watched the game on against Everton, and that's actually the only reason why I paid the tenor to watch it, because I actually thought, certainly in the first half against Everton, we had a really good game. And, and, and it looked positive, it looked attacking, we looked like we got ideas. And, and, and even though we went in, you know, losing 1-0, I thought we'd put a good show on, personally. And I think in the second half, not as high a performance, but still good. Mm-hmm. So that's why I paid me £10. And I won't be paying me £10 again for so <laughs> <laughs> You can't blame the pitch. Everybody's moaning about the pitch. But, the, you know, everybody says they're the same. It was the same pitch for both sides. Mm-hmm. We we were just absolutely abject. We were shocking from I, I, I can't name a player who had uh I probably Windass had half a decent game, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um I thought the Pelopesti and Hutch in the midfield didn't work. Nope. No. It didn't work when he last played for us. So <laughs> while we got him back. I don't know what, what the difference yeah. was gonna be, but uh but that happened. And um so we had literally, we had two midfielders in Bannon and Reach. 
Penny was sorry, Ben, but Penny no, was rubbish. I thought yeah. it was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you Penny's biggest fan? Are you are you banging the drum for Penny there, Ben? Usually, I have been because at the start of the season he played well. Yeah. I don't think anyone can really disagree yeah. with that. And then for whatever reason, he he disappeared out the side for four months or whatever it's been. And and yeah, I think a lot of people are calling for him to be put back in. But the 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 second goal. It's his man that's ghosted in behind him, and he's just not opened his body up. Which, yeah, the second goal is is his fault. Um, I, I think you can forgive if he's going to play as a left back, but be good as an attacking outlet. But maybe a little bit wanting defensively, which is when when he first came onto the scene, that's what Penny looked like. But there was neither last night, was there? Yeah. Was it? I mean, uh, it was abject, and so was the other ten players. So we can't. And he no. has been out for no. a while, and mm-hmm. there is the thing of ring rust and stuff like that. Uh, and he was found wanted, so you can't you can't really give him. Ash, I'm pretty he, sure you, you use the term ring rust when you've been out on the uh, on the on the swills the night before. It gives me a serious <laughs> case of ring rust today, Aston. You know what I mean? But uh, but, <laughs> but what, what, what you... I couldn't get, what I couldn't get, we like what Simon said. We, we watched the Everton game, and especially while it was at nil nil. We looked as dangerous as Everton with a team that had four or five young young players in it, and then yeah. we turn up at, at Coventry, put more established first team players in a stronger team on paper, probably the strongest that we've had this season on paper, and we're going to put that in. Yeah, that's the disappointing thing, Ben. Exactly right. You, you 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 would look at that side and the young players who played, I thought so, played so well on Sunday. And then they were replaced by supposedly first team players who are earning a considerable amount of money still, and they put performance in like that. I, I think I think um, Origidi's got to be in for a start. Hundred times never... better than Palmer yesterday. Hundred times better what, than Palmer. What? Um, yeah, what a game he had with Everton. I think yeah. uh, it was, was Richardson, weren't it? I think yeah. Oh, yeah, he scored, but that even that weren't his fault. He was a corner. No. But every other uh, attacking threat that uh, Richardson had, mm-hmm. he had him, didn't he? I think he they were just one. I think they were only one one thing, uh, one chance. I think that he took him on and got past him. Bolt rest. He was in the right position. Watched him. Didn't let him have a sniff. And it, it really, really, he's got to be. He's got to feel unlucky about not being picked. But then again. Lucky that he wasn't picked. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, there's a player in terms of Coventry and and Everton. I need I need to come back to. We've got, we've got a comment on Facebook from John Wakefield and Vic's there as well. Uh, she wants to know who my favourite member of Bewitched is. We'll come to that later on. But I, uh, <laughs> but, but John Wakefield's posed a question there. He says Joey P, uh, jo- Joey Pelopusi, as he kept calling him last night, looked like he misunderstood <laughs> <laughs> misunderstood Hutch Bingo and was determined to beat him to the first red card. I thought Joey Pelopesi was shite. Like, I, 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 and let's go back to Everton, right? Let, let's go back to Everton. And, and the other player I'm going to talk about as well is Julian Berner, a player that I sang the praises of when he first signed for us. I thought he was classy. I thought he was great. But it makes me wonder if the Germans work on a different calendar to us because he doesn't know what day it is. Um, I think Joey missed his man for the first goal against Everton. And, he, you know, there was that stat that went out onto Twitter the other day about slide tackles and um, 
and tackles made, I believe. And Joey was right down in this corner out on his own, which, you know, that, that graph was quite misleading, but it essentially said he slides about and doesn't really produce anything from the sliding. You know what I mean? I can see he's trying hard, don't get me wrong. And there are... There have been worse performances from players who, who phone it in, and, and we we're, we as fans across across the entire football fraternity uh, are always quick to pick up on players that that don't put it in, that don't you know that don't try. And it's nice to see that Joey's trying. I just don't think the positional awareness is there, and I think that Barry Bannon messes his head up because of the way he plays. Now there was a good few times where you would have the back four, and Bannon would step back. And then it would leave the fullback here and he would split, he would wave away the centre-backs and cover that gap that's opened up, waiting for that cross to come in. Now, another player came in, one of the, uh, it was a commentary player came in and Bannon didn't make the tackle. Now, where does Pelopesi stand in all that? Isn't he the defensive one? Shouldn't he be going into that space and being the enforcer? What's Bannon once again he doing, wants, stood in the defensive line? He wants that, the ball, doesn't he? He, he wants does the want ball. the ball and that's, that's great and he's great with it. But no, you fucking lane. We've talked no. about this before. I don't think Bannon trusts Pelopesi. No, he doesn't. And, and I think that's, that makes Joey Pelopesi a worse player. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? He had the fir- perfect player on the bench last night who could win that ball in that position and then bring the ball forward and feed Bannon. And, and that was Luongo. And, mm. and I don't know what you guys thought, but I mean, I, I haven't been a massive fan of the fact of Hutch coming back. Um, but he's back. Um, and I and I think the fact he's on some sort of pay to play contract helps us. So best way to be. Best way to be. But I thought he looked like a passenger last night. Certainly in the second half, there was. I don't think he's. Whereas, I don't think he's played that level of football for a while. He looked like a guy who just I, won a, a chance to play for a, for a, for a Champions League. <laughs> like it, like his picture with the shirt suggested. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. My favourite one was with the training top from like last season. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just had right. it. It's all right, lads. I'll bring my own gear, and it was from last year. <laughs> but I, I thought, uh, I thought it was a bit harsh to put him in straight away. Obviously, like you said, he hasn't played, or when he has played, he's played Cyprus Premier Division or whatever it's called. Um, so I didn't really think he'd start, but he chucked him in, and he wasn't the worst. No, but he wasn't what we need at the minute. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I get the thing of bringing him in because I think I said on the group chat that he's a, he's a body, a knackered body, but it's a body in. And if if he's the sort of person around the um, changing room that will just G you up or, or, or give a little bit in the change room, then yeah, fair enough. And if you can help on the pitch, then brilliant. But at the minute, we're, uh, we are short on bodies and... Um, confidence and anything like that so that's 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 why i'm not too bothered about him bringing him back i, th- I think if if he if he's going to go out on pitch in my opinion it needs to be from center half especially especially as you mentioned fudge with boner he's been he were all right at the start of this season but as you said the everton game and the coventry game he's been a liability he has, and he's missing Dominic Iorfa mm-hmm. very, very badly. I mean, Che Dunkley, well, you know, does he still play for his eye? I, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's, we do need enforcement in the centre-back. I, I, I believe it. Who was uh, the centre-back? There was a young lad who played centre-back. Was it Holden? Brennan. 
Brennan. Brennan played against Everton. He was, I tell you what, the, the, the first two times he got tested against Everton, he, he was wrong footed and he didn't know what he was doing, but he grew into that mm-hmm. game yeah, to, yeah. to, an, to yeah. come into it very, very well. And, and, you know, I, I thought it was, um, I thought it, I, I thought it was a decent performance for him. And, and as daft as it sounds, we probably missed a trick not playing the kids last night against Coventry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought that, you know, we could have, we could have got a better performance because at the minute, Christ, confidence is on its ass. And that surely that's what's important, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd have played, I'd have played certainly would have played some of the lads from Sunday without that. Mm. Without... I mean, did we look... I mean, Dave, come on. Did we look like scoring a goal? Under, under Tony Pulis, we did not look like scoring a goal. We, no. It was all about stopping them going in the other end and, and we, we've, we've discussed that to death and all the mm-hmm. rest of it. But... You know, a friend of the show, James Kay, uh, used to play for the club. You know, back back in uh, Opal Fruit days, and um, and I remember him put, popping a tweet out last night saying, "What does Windass offer when he's coming in from that side? Offer yeah. what, sorry, what does he offer up front? Does mm-hmm. he need a big meathead next to him? Does he need a Patterson and a New You? Um, does he or, and he's better running in and all the rest of it? Or did we kind of hang him out to dry last night?" I think that we just that we didn't have. It was almost like it was not thought of about what we wanted to do. Personnel were picked. Um, some more senior players bringing Hutch back in, rotating Penny at left back, which I thought the boy from the Everton game, the young lad, is it Galvin? I, th- I thought mm. he played well again as well. So yeah. like he was hard done by. Um, so I think yeah, you, with Windass, there has to be some sort of physical presence as a sort of for him to play it off. Um, I don't think we'd look like scoring in any way, shape or form. And all the good things that we've had in previous championship games before we had the COVID break uh, and in the Everton game, where Green looked quite busy, Reaches looked a lot better recently. It was all gone. The whole, the whole team had all that enthusiasm and movement and uh, desire just stripped away from it and Simon's right but you can't blame the pitch it was the same for both teams it wasn't a good pitch but and that wasn't the reason why we didn't we didn't win we didn't set up right we didn't have the right personnel from the start um, and with performances like that it is only going to be one one way going I mean we're getting we're at the end of January now it's 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 time when we need to start putting three and four wins together on the bounce and so, I don't yeah. see it I, I, I've I've given up on this group. The whoa, whoa, whoa! We're all good lads. <laughs> See you, pals. Oh. See you, Ben. <laughs> Away to Dom, and James, Dom James and Ben. That's it. He's yeah. given up on his life. Transfer <laughs> off to Dom and James. Is that what it is? Let, I tell you what, Ben. Just hold that thought just for a second. Uh, we've got a few comments on Facebook, and here, a lot of it is all about um, going forward with the club. Um, and all the rest of it, and and feedback for Chancery. If you bear with us just five minutes, folks, we're going to get to that, and we're going to give you a voice to get to the uh, get to the chairman. So just bear with us on on while we while we dissect this game and talk about the relegation dogfight that we're in, and then bear with us, and we'll uh, we will actually discuss what we can do about what's happening with the club. Uh, there's a plan in place, apparently. Ben, sorry, you're done with us, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm 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 not quite done with you lot, but I'm done with the team. Um, like we said, I think the Coventry game, and I know Wickham's coming up. Whether we win that or not, we'll have to wait and see. We got Preston coming up as well on Saturday. I, I do think we were 
stopped in his tracks a bit with the momentum that we built, looking to go into the Coventry and Wickham games, thinking let's go into these two on you know with, with momentum behind us, and hopefully pick up another six points. I do think the break probably ended us in that way, but you, you have to beat teams like Coventry that they aren't going to finish anywhere above fifteenth. And if we're wanting to stay up, those are the teams that we have to beat. And now we've lost to them away. But of course, we lost to Rotherham, who were also down there with us. Wickham lost to them once already. I cannot see personally where, over the course of the rest of the season, that we can pick up enough points to get out of it. Because I, I, can, I can't see Derby and Forest struggling in the same way as they did in, in the first half of the season before Christmas. Absolutely. And, and, and the worrying thing is that that's not even my biggest worry as going down. <laughs> it's what it's what happens in two years, five years, and ten. Well, I, you know, Simon, I, I'm I'm going to come come to you because you're the aged chap of the uh, of the group. You know, with being the silver fox <laughs> and whatever. Now it seems that Sheffield Wednesday every ten years or so seems to have a shit out of a season on the uh, on the turn of the decade. I don't, I don't know what it is. If you look at ninety. 80, 2000, and then if you count this as 2020, I think I think we've gone down on them all, haven't we? Yeah. Um, 2010 and and all the rest of it, and then we came back up on one of those. <laughs> on that, you know what I mean? So, um, is that just the way football goes? Is that is you know we we look at Celtic who can't win ten in a row because their team have decimated, and then the other one manages to spend ten years to get. But we don't seem to do the crest. We seem to do the trough every time. Um, so I, I guess what I'm getting is, is in terms of our relegation dogfight that we're in, I started the season thinking, don't worry about it. Don't worry about a point deduction because we are constantly going to be in a um, false position because in my head, we were a mid-table team and we're playing at the bottom. So we'll, we'll eke out of it. We're all right. Now, even if you add those six points in, we're still slap bang right in it. I mean... Can you see us getting out of it, Dr. Hill? No, I can't. I, I actually looked at, I watched that performance last night and I saw a team that reminded me of the team that went down uh, in 2000. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of the team that went down when we went to the final wire against Palace. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of, what, what frustrated me last night was the fact that the team looked strong. We'd had a few good performances with the young lads, and then he brought supposedly the big guns on last night. So we had our Tom Lees back. We had we had Palmer back on, you know, Hutch in the middle of the park. Um, we got Andre Green. It, it, it all smacked off. I personally went into it thinking we're going to win this two or three nil. Personally, I think that we've sat still too much over the last couple of years. Um, down to mismanagement from the top downwards. And who would have said at the start of the season that Barnsley would be pushing for top 10, that, that Rotherham were beating teams like Middlesbrough 3-0? You know, we I think we all probably would have thought the three teams to go down would have been, um, would have been Barnsley, Rotherham and Wickham at the start mm -hmm. of the season, mm -hmm. even, with our even with our 12 points, even with our 12 points that we would have stayed up and then the three teams to go down. And, and you look at look at that look at us now, and maybe Wickham. I don't think Rotherham will go down. No, no. they seem they seem to be grinding out some results, they've and got, and they're putting goals in. They've got a fantastic fight in them with players who are earning 
I don't know. I don't know what Bannon and Reach and all these guys are on. It, it's a considerable amount of money, isn't it? What these guys are on. And I would imagine there's probably four or five players at Rotherham are earning the same money that what Bannon's earning once a week, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I would say exactly the same at Barnsley. So we've got to look at what's going on, what's happening with recruitment of players, with, with the academy, with just the whole management of the team. And I think, unfortunately, this has happened before. It happened under Dave Richards towards the end when, of our premiership days. Dave Richards had got his eye on becoming involved in running the premiership, of which he did. Mm-hmm. And that's been proven by the fact that his business also suffered as well as Sheffield Wednesday because he had his eyes on that one goal. And then the same happened um, during the 90s because we hadn't got a pot to piss in. We were, we were borrowing um, pizza to pay Paul, so we weren't paying the HMRC. So Dave, Dave Allen was, was lending us money and then taking interest payments out of us that the players were having to pay for their coaches to away games, paying for the hotels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Milan steadied the ship because he had experience from steadying the ship, but in the end of the day, he didn't have a lot of money in the bank to, to pay out. So, and, and now we're at a point now where, I mean, obviously we're going to go on to talk about our involvement and the fans' involvement, and I've got my own opinions on that uh, anyway, but... We, we're going to go to a point now where we've got there's there's no management, and I'm sorry, but there isn't any management from the top, and that is affecting what's happening on the pitch. And you can see it, and that has been the same all the way through. Mm-hmm. And 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 if 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 we if we can look at the teams, look 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 at Leicester. I mean, Leicester five, six, seven, eight years ago, you would have compared again with Wednesday, wouldn't you? In fact, you probably would have said Wednesday were a bigger 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 side, you know, historically. The, 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 the city, even though we've got two teams in the city, the bigger city, a bigger fan base. Ju- you know, have you seen Leicester's training facilities they've got now? They're absolutely amazing. I, th- I think the difference is, Si, between, between Leicester and Sheffield Wednesday is that, you know, Leicester had their dalliance in League One. They came up in the championship. They got their, they got their money. They, they, you know, they, 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 they got their team together, ironically, with Nigel Pearson. And they got out of the championship. Now, at the bottom of the league, we have got Derby, we've got Forest, Birmingham are having a shite season, all teams that have gone for it and failed. Mm. You know what I mean? And does that does that lie at the fault of the EFL and their parachute payments and all the rest of it? Because we thought we were just going to buy our way out of the league. And we were so close. Do you know what I mean? How many minutes was it before the end of end of the 90 at Wembley? We were so close. We went for it and failed. And what we're seeing now is an absolute fallout of it. And Derby have done the same. And and they've even sold them ground to sold the ground to themselves like we did. Is it is it deeper than just what's happening at Sheffield Wednesday? But if you marry that in with the fact that DC's not a football man and doesn't really understand the game. Or he's learning it as he goes. Sorry, that's unkind of me. Learning it as he goes. Do you feel that that's why we're in the state that we're in? I, th- I think I think Leicester um, benefited from the fact that they have got a very very good chairman, and they've got a man who knows how to run a football club, and he's surrounding himself by people. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to attempt to apologise. The the, the the poor geezer's name, the guy that died in the hell as helicopter yeah. crash, yeah. but he, what he did was. Um, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean that to be disrespectful. I meant that to be respectful. Um, what he did was surround himself with footballing people. He surrounded himself with a with a board, and they got 
they got absolutely, and you know, Stephen Ellis has just written on Facebook right now. Leicester went into administration and had all their debt written off, which is probably where we're going. And all our assets are going to get sold off. Barry Bannon's contract's going to get sorted out. He's going to go to somewhere else because we can't afford him. Same with Adam Reach. You know, you look at your Tom Lees, and, and then our first 11 in League One is going to be your Brennan's, your Galvin's. And somebody wrote, somebody's written on Facebook here, not even the kids are sticking around. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Ben, can you tell us about the, uh, the Shaw Celtic debacle? Well, there does. It's a rumor that started what maybe a week ago now, and we sort of thought oh, it's just one of them Twitter pages. There's not not much to read into it, and it does sound like there is something to read into it. Apparently, he's in talks with Celtic, but he's also in talks with with Wednesday. But given the option, I'd go. Yeah, I don't really. know about anybody else, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be staying yeah. at Wednesday. I wouldn't if, be staying. At a, I wouldn't be staying at a club where. You, you're not getting there's going to be times where you're not getting paid and you don't know what's happening with the owner and with things that's happening I'd, I'd be straight off to Celtic well I'd, I'd, at, I'd go to Rangers but not Celtic but if you're looking know. at uh, what's what we did with with Georges um, and even people like Fletcher and all that there was there was certainly enough rumours doing the rounds when Fletcher was offered his contract extension that it was peanuts that were being offered and that was Fletcher at the end of his career looking for a payday fitting for his ability and the length of contract. Likewise, and we did neither. Now, Shaw's at a different point in his career, but the incentive is going to be the same thing. If you're being offered much more money to have better training facilities and a better ability, a better possibilities to play at a higher level, and like Ben says, just to get paid. I mean, not, the, the, the rumours are... The rumours are a thousand percent or whatever. I mean, they're literally... If he plays another two games for us, another zero gets added to his contract, essentially. Yeah, I, I that's, that, that's why he didn't play, is it? This mystery show. That's, that's the rumours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's the rumours. I mean, I, I can't comment on them. I, you know, I'm I, 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 I don't think that's right because I believe that was if he plays 10 games, he's played 11. Are any of them cups? Yeah, because it, 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 sometimes they put in after ten league games and and, and things like yeah. that. But I um, I don't think that that's the case with this. What they're going to be paying him though? You know, they're not going to be. Yeah, he's going to be on a few hundred quid a week. He's probably going to be on about you know thirty grand a year. You know what I mean? At, at that age and and given we we are as a club and all the rest of it, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pop over to Facebook. You know, we've got uh, Adam Bishop's been on. He says, club's never really had a good infrastructure. Milan gave a blueprint and it basically got ripped up. I mean, you know, Milan steadied a, a, a wobbly ship and then and then all of a sudden we've turned up with our size 12s and smashed holes in the hull. You know but, what I mean? Right. So just on that bit, if um, I know there's no fit and proper test because it's just a load of crap, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. Did I know there was the the guy from Azerbaijan, weren't there? Yeah, um, it was the land of fire was going to. So right, so we've obviously he sold it to Chancery. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think he cared who he sold it to? I think he did. He, he he made a lot of the noises, didn't he, about who he was selling it to? And let's not be honest. And I will I'll fight anybody who who disagrees with me because bear in mind who would want this? Um, that Chancery did come in with the absolute best intentions for yeah. the club. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, he, and, and let, let's be honest. They didn't do uh, like that other guy, Steve Dale at uh, Berry. Yeah. yeah, best intentions. Because yeah. uh, bear in mind, there's no a financial reward. About to do it. Yeah, there's a financial there's reward no at the end of it by getting to the Premier League. You know what I mean? So he's obviously going to make a few quid on it. And, and I get that he... Um, 
he wants to. Um, sorry, I've just seen a comment there. It's just made me laugh. It says he's Ash on mute. I, I, listen, <laughs> listen, Steve. Ash is going to get his five minutes. Just bear <laughs> with us on this. He's, it, you know, you're going to hear nothing but Ash for for a fair old while here. <laughs> is, that, is that that's not Steve Ellis, is it? It is, mate. Yeah. Yeah. That'll oh. be the bloody neighbour. Oh, is he, is he literally 20 yards away from <laughs> Um But yeah, I, I think that, you know, Chancery came in with the best intentions. And I think three years in, after two failed, so close promotion attempts, I think I think we've got to the end of that three-year period that we're allowed for FFP and gone, shit. And we had no plan for it. And we didn't have any, any go-to. Do you know what I mean? So would going into administration and getting these big contracts off and starting again and playing the the youth like Jay Rhodes has said on, uh, on, on, on Facebook here. Um, you know, do we need that? Do we need to go down and consolidate and start again? Is there a thing as parachute payments to go from the championship to league one? I don't I, know. I, 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 I said a few weeks ago now that I take going down and starting again. If that starting again meant Chancery sells up, I, I don't know the logistics of that happening. Which... I, don't, I don't know how that would happen now with the stadium, no. given though he owns the stadium now. Um, but I, I, w- I would take going down if it was to mean that he would move on and someone could come in, whoever that may be. I don't know who that would be, but somebody like Milan, that you don't have to be a millionaire, you don't have to get us to the Premier League. Just let us enjoy it again. I mean, just, yeah. just, Everyone stops enjoying it. But does does, does Chancery have to leave? Chan- and, and, and does the club have to be put into administration, this and the other? There has to be a, a change of how the club is run. If, if, the, if the club, if, if the person sits back and starts saying, hang on a minute, we've all done it, haven't we? I, I've done it. You know, I was 35 and went, I'm not really happy with this woman I married five years ago. I need to stop <laughs> <laughs> So, I, so that, that was the end of that, you know, and that was a pretty, pretty big decision to make in my life at that time. And he needs to sit back and say, maybe, I know we're fans, customers, whatever, things aren't happening right here. There are certain things that aren't happening right because we are near the bottom of the league and we're not doing very well, right? By, by making the club go bust, by 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 whatever whatever that that respect is, it isn't going to improve things. It's not you know the, the guy owns the club and he owns this football stadium. So so he's I think the where we're going at the moment is because at the moment he's not really that interested in how he's running the club. I know we've got this you know what Ash is going to talk about what we're going to go into, but there's no commitment there. Back to Leicester. Sorry to pick on Leicester again, but. They they went up and they struggled the season under P, under Pearson, and they got they got rid of Pearson and there was no lurching around. They chose a, a manager. They invested wisely with players, and 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 I think at the following season they won the league. Right, take away the when they when they went into administration a few seasons before. That's got absolutely nothing to do with where they are now. Right, so it might have, hasn't it? Because they've like started again type of thing. Well, there's always some reason, isn't there, or something? I don't know the reason. But it could have I, I don't them. think the tie owners owned them when they went bust. I don't think the oh, tie no, owners, no, no, no. I don't no, think the tie owners, that allowed somebody to, the tie owners probably to come in and buy them. Hmm. So they, they stuck to a business plan that, that worked, that was already working, but they needed to change the manager of the team. 
I don't think there is a plan in place. They need to, the, the club and the hierarchy, if it stays in place, needs to change the direction in which it's going. The, the, only, the only thing with Chance here is I, I, I cannot see him doing that because of how stubborn he is. And we're seeing that now with advisors. He, he's had an advisor come in that's wanted something differently to, to himself and Pax out. And look what happened last night. It, well, it, it, to, to a certain extent, it feels like we're, we're trapped in the cycle because Chancery doesn't this, seem... This, is, this is the trouble, Ben. You're exactly right. It was like during the 90s where we, we were stuck between the devil and, and the deep blue sea with Dave Allen. You know, Dave Allen was the only person who was willing to stick money into the club as long as he got interest back out of the club to pay for his loan and everything else on top. Nobody else wanted us. Ken Bates was circling around us and we were like, oh, Christ, you know... Ken Bates, Dave Allen, you know, which one would you want? You know, Lee Strafford came in and tried to shore us up. And, and again, we were, we were going absolutely nowhere. So it was a similar sort of position as to where we are now, you know. But what's frustrating now is I think the guy, I think, like I've said it before, we're a train set. You know, we're a Hornby train set. And, and I think he's fed up a train set now. He wants to go and buy a scale electric. You know, I think he's. I think I don't, he's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I mean, if I'd have spent hundred million quid, and 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 literally got my tentacles in, into something where I've got, I bought the fucking ground. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm. I'm looking at going. I might fuck this off now. You know what, what I mean? I, I think. Manager, Dan, why? Why do no, Why is it? What, why are we no, three days away from the end of the transfer market? We've got no manager. And we've signed one guy who who wasn't even at a club. I, th I think that's that, that that's easy for me. Um, we had two three good results in the Tomo, so he thought, you know what, I'll let I'll let this play. We can't afford anybody, especially in the inflated January window prices. So we get to we we announce somebody or we announce Tomo early February, and then we go, we just missed that bloody window. Like we were going to sign anybody, but when you think about it, we signed Andre Green and Sam Hutchinson. You know, that's the level that we're at because we can't spend any money. Dave, back me up. Come on, man. These lot are kicking off here. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I think Sam Hutchinson in particular, and I think I've mentioned it on the group chat. It's it's appeasement for fans. It's to give, it's to make people heart back to thinking of, of yesteryear, of three or four years ago when we were successful. It's it's to, it's 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 dead cat theory. It's jingling over here. Look at Sammy Hook. Look at that. That's great. As on the over here, when we, we're distracted from the fact that we're playing crap, that we're not going to get any of the coaches in that we want. That there's disarray with the advisors and all that. I, I, I listened to your example there, Simon, about um, Chancery being bored. I think it's more like Chancery thinks he's really good at cooking, and somebody's now turning around to him and saying, "Do you know your spag ball shit?" And he's not. He's, <laughs> and, and he's not taking it. He's not having. It. He's like, no, but I'm really good at cooking. It's like, no, hey, but you're not. Listen, listen, uh, Vic. I I know you're there listening. Uh, that's going to be the name of the episode when we put it on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, DC shit spike ball. That's that's what we're going to go with. I think uh, I think like we've had uh, Adam Bishop on on Facebook, and he's saying about the the structure of the club. But yeah. obviously, we've we've said about it, and we've gone into it loads of loads of times. You have got DC. And then you've got the manager. Mm -hmm. you, you haven't got nothing in between. So no, like we're well, saying about Pacto, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. You've got you got I can't even pronounce his name. 
Paxo, I like stuffing in it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone, if anyone sees it, I'm just taking it up. There's a cracking illustration by Pete McKee on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone sees it, anyway. Yeah, that's the one. So <laughs> there's no, there's no structure. So surely, if DC says right, obviously he's not making the right decisions. His his advisors aren't advising the best, or they've got their own agendas, which it looks like, don't he? And whatever thing. If he wants to take a step back and say, actually, right, I want to be the owner of the club. I've tried in the last four or five years of of running it and doing it. I got there so close in the first two years. So I'm fucking brilliant at this. I'm just exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I get that. I think everyone knows that is is sort of like probably is is um, a proud man. You know, takes everything probably personally and things like that. But if he does want the club and own the club and think, why don't he just get? I'm sure it would take two or three people in some sort of positions of director of football and, and things like that to, to help. Because obviously, you've got a business and it's going down the pan. You bring people in to help and then the business goes great. We, 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 yes, Daniel. Did you just segue your own segment then? <laughs> I'm, not I, that, uh, I'm not that clever, mate. I see what you've done there, Ashley. So, uh, you know, we, we've teased you with it all this evening and thank you for listening to us for that. But this is the main reason that we uh, recorded a podcast so soon after the last one. And uh, the reason being is that uh, there has been a, I, I want to get this right, is it a fan engagement group? Um, supporter gonna, engagement. Supporter engagement. That's so right. um, so what we're going to do, I'm going to pass over to Ashley, who is, uh, who is part of the supporter engagement group. Uh, you, you're going to get Sunday named here, Ashley, now, because, uh, you know, like I said, a lot, because we are for all intents and purposes, pundits, and we sit and dissect things, sometimes we have to be a bit negative about, about certain things. So there aren't many opportunities in which we get to be, to be part of the club, you know what I mean, and, and, and part, of the, uh, part of the club itself. However, Ash has managed to wheedle his way in. I'm going to let you pick up from here, Ash, before I slag you off anymore. Oh, thank you, Daniel. See, I have got a voice, everyone, you see. I know I ain't said much tonight, but... Uh... Ash, Ash, um... Before we go, yeah. uh, yes, Daniel. So, oh, you've stopped me already. Cheers, I've stopped you already. I've, <laughs> I've chopped in already because uh, Vic's just texted me. And my watch is just buzzed. Uh, the Wednesday week is brought to you by Mike Constantine Wealth Management. Uh, he's pumped some money in to make sure that we come to you uh, and come in your ears. Uh, I need to make sure the sponsor. I forgot. Ash, crack on, pal. So, have you noticed, guys, that when uh, when I hosted the other week, it was straight out there. There were no, there were no thing. Uh, Dan, he always forgets. He you, you didn't need you. You didn't even need any reminders. Or I know. Much, I know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, like, like we've been saying, and you've seen on Twitter the last couple of days that um, we, as a podcast, have been uh, well, find it a bit of a privilege to be invited to by the club to take part in this support engagement group so what that is is if you don't know that uh, the club put out last week uh, a bit of a, a statement saying they would like people to represent various um, supporter groups and um, age groups as well so there there is um, people representing sport groups but there's also people that have got no affiliation to anything who are just supporters fans uh, that want to be involved so um, I was the uh, lucky stroke unlucky recipient of the uh, email for an invitation. So yeah, it, it took place on on Saturday uh, of last week, and yeah, it was um, it was great. I can't say anything about the meeting. 
or what happened in there because um because i can't <laughs> so but what's going to happen what the gist of it is is that we will meet uh, a date yet to be confirmed and what they're asking what the club are asking for is suggestions from all supporters all fans on what you um think so basically um yeah that can be obviously the structure of the club it can be a match day experience it can be tickets <coughs> it can be anything regarding the club but obviously they the club won't go into details of private things of uh how much is Barry Bannon on a week or I want to know how long the, do you know, be sensible about things. So th this is, this is it. It's, um, there's 16 stroke 17 people involved. So it's quite a small group compared to the, uh, hundreds of thousands of supporters we've got, no doubt over the world. And there is people from all over the world, uh, involved as well. So it's quite, it's quite a good thing. Uh, it's been put together by the club, but, it's down to the uh, members of the supporter group to um, choose the agenda, not choose, but put forward the agenda um, that we are going to talk about. So the club has got no involvement in that. So they can't cherry pick what they want to talk about. They can't sidestep things. So we, we are making it uh, really like, not hard, but putting the points that everyone suggests to us over to them um, and there's going to be chairman of this this um, group that will change so there's not going to be a one person that's going to be the chairman who might think they might have like more power should we say of whichever supporter group he or she belongs to and um, yeah so it's it's an ongoing thing obviously we had the first meeting that discussed bits and pieces um, everything will be minuted and it will be released uh, on the Sheffield Wednesday website so there's nothing to hide. It's not, I'm not saying anything what happened because we're trying to hide. We're all supporters. We all want the, the same um, regards to Sheffield Wednesday being back where it belongs. So that's it. And like I say, it's, it's a great honour, uh, I think, for myself and the podcast. Um, and we're taking it very seriously. Because Ash, are you going to have a shave uh, for these Zoom quizzes with the, with the chairman? Um, <laughs> Why? What's wrong with your beard, mate? Nothing, mate. I love it. I love it. Sorry, carry I, on. Least, I just uh, absolutely derailed you there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you can grow you, one. You, you are older than me, but I can grow one, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Hey, I think you're... Uh, I think you're hey, it's a chin strap. That's a chin strap wait, for your helmet. Yeah, Dan's, Dan's not wasted lockdown. He's, he's really, really pulled the yeah, beard out. <laughs> oh, it's like mop top shop up in yeah. here. That's from, that's from lockdown one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so what what we've done as a as a podcast, we've um, excuse me, we've generated a, a bit of a survey show spreadsheet thing to fill in. Uh, the the is, link is in the description on Facebook right now. So if you're watching this live on Facebook, there is a link yeah. above above where we are now. And uh, if you click that link, that's a smart sheet. So any issues that you want to put across to Ash to bring up in uh, in the meeting, in the supporters engagement survey, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, we'll call it that, yeah. So what, yeah. We'll, what we'll do then um, over the next, uh, well, probably tomorrow sometime, because I've got yeah, I've got to get all the suggestions in till uh, Friday night. So what we'll do, we'll collate them. This is, oh, this is getting technical. I love it. And, we, and we'll, we'll choose the uh, three most popular 
subjects. So obviously we can't go with everything. So us as us, our supporter group, our podcast, we've got to um, take. I've got to take with me three points to bring up on the agenda. So whatever the most um, common is through everyone to make it fair, and we'll we'll try and get different things every month or week. I don't know how how long mm-hmm. we're going to uh, meet at the minute. And we'll put them together and I'll take them with me and uh, we'll see where we go. So every little helps, as they say, by a famous supermarket. So what I'll do, I'll, in order to set the ball rolling on this to, uh, to, make, to make it clear what we're going to discuss, I'm going to go around the table now, guys, and I'm going to put you on the spot. So, uh, so while the guys are now sat there thinking, Christ, I've got a million things I want to whinge about Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> um, Which... There will be. There'll be loads. Click the link above and uh, and have a think. And then Simon, I'll come to you first because you're next on my screen. So you've got an opportunity now. You you're gonna you're gonna tool Ash up, and he's gonna go in, and he's gonna go right. This is I, I look like Kevin Keegan with this headset on, don't I? <laughs> I? I'd love it if we beat them. Now, Simon, you've got an opportunity now to put an agenda point that's going to be pushed towards a chairman. What would you pick? And let's try and avoid season ticket refunds. Four XL shirts. Um, now, I, I, I think, I think that, that it is the, the future of Sheffield Wednesday in regards to the brand in Sheffield and the way we tap into the resources of the youth in Sheffield to bring new players out. So effectively, the academy. I like, we, uh, and have a similar setup to like what Brentford do. Yeah, I think we need we we can learn from what a lot of the clubs are around in the city, and uh, or what a lot of the Premiership clubs are doing in regards to setting up satellite um, academies in different areas. So, for example, Man City started doing it a few years ago. So you would go to uh, a soccer soccer club, as they call them, for young kids, not football club say at Rotherham Football Centre, Ethan used to go there on Saturday morning, you pay £2.50, and on the indoor pitches, it was the old Asda in, in, in Rotherham, I don't know if anybody remembers it, but they've, they've put pitches in there now. Near the Mushroom Garage. It's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good, yeah. yeah, and Ethan's played futsal there. Ronnie Moore, Ronnie Moore Football Academy. Was. Yeah, Ronnie Moore, because uh, Ronnie Moore works there, and Wick, Wickersley are quite heavily involved, but also as well, on a Saturday morning, Man City have have coaches there who are coaching young kids, seven, eight, nine, but also as well wandering around watching Ronnie Moore's crew, and 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 then they're being brought in and and they're developing kids. They won't be just doing it in South Yorkshire, will they? They'll be doing it in West Yorkshire, East Yorkshire, Lincolnshire, so and so forth. Um, so closer to home, United. Uh, do have academies, development squads up at Maltby Academy, they have them at Westfield, they have them at the Graves uh, Centre. So if you go down to Graves, uh, the St George's set up that um, the FA built, you know, they're working there all the time. There's kids going down and they're being watched, you know, and, and it's, it's, this is what I want to see from Wednesday, Wednesday to take on, Dinnington, if you look at Dinnington area, you know, you guys, two of you guys, one of you still lives around near me, one, you know, you're both from the comp. You look at how many grassroots clubs around in our area of, of, of Dinnington itself, of Lawton, of Kiverton, 
you know, Wickersley, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you need, the, the, the club needs to look and go into these areas and invest, you know, to, to put a, Dinnington Town are trying to, trying to raise money to put a 3G pitch down, which will increase revenue into the club and also boost the young kids playing football from seven up to, you know, 19, 20, right? If, if the club Wednesday came in and went, here you go, we'll pay for that, we'll pay for that and we'll have some links into Dinnington. I mean, Dinnington... It only takes one player, doesn't it, Simon? From it only that, takes one player, mate. You know, to make through to obviously. Yeah, if you look at United, look at the walk, look at the, the, the two walkers, lads. You look at Harry Maguire. You look at the boys that have come out of United, and we're talking already about Shaw going to Celtic. You know, probably for absolutely sweet. Nothing as well. Not even getting first one for years. Uh, now, Simon, we've had some, we've had some decent feedback from that actually. So si. a couple of people agreeing with you on Facebook as well. well uh, somebody saying so. that. So somebody mentioned in Southampton do it a lot and they do around the West country. So for example, yeah. Southampton is classed as Southwest and they go right as far as Cornwall and the West country. And they actually beat the Bristol clubs in Exeter to get the, the cream of the talent. And I think, you know, our neighbors have uh, down the road have been a lot better at yeah. doing, at getting the talent than what we have been. Uh, let, let's come at a different end of the spec age spectrum. What would be something that would be important to you? Um, I, I feel the format and my question was um, in regards to the advisors and what well obviously this would be before what happened last night uh, I was going to say the timing of this is shite isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Ash I don't envy you mate <laughs> but um, yeah it, it just based around the here and now but for the future as I just think he needs to be pre. I mean, at the end of the day, we know my thoughts. I, I, I wish he'd go, and it's, it's it's as simple as that for me. But yeah, my they question, are Ash. That's that's his point. There. Can <laughs> Do you, you know where the door is, Mister Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? You know you know what? I've said it's a good job that it's Ash and not me because I'd have told it and I'd have got podcast. So, so what you're after is more of a, uh, a five-year plan, as it were. A plan, yeah. Yeah, I, statue, yeah, I, I said you, you look at um, what Brentford, uh, you look at the clubs that have been successful over the last few years. You look at Brentford, you look at Leicester, you look at uh, Brighton have done it and Norwich as well. Nor Norwich especially with the, uh, I think it's they've got the chief executive or whatever that there's that clear link between who's putting the money into the club. Yeah, Delia, and, and then somebody else is managing it, innit? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. So someone that knows football in business. So, like I say, if you've just joined us, folks, uh, click the link above. You've got an opportunity to bring an agenda point to the fans' engagement Supporters engagement survey, Ash. Sorry, I, I keep forgetting. Uh, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's ours. This one, that they're feeling it's ours, but obviously all the other... Um, different support groups and people have done their own survey or however they've done it. So this is ours. So fill it in. It, it, it's, it's good. It does it what it says on the tin and mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll get it together. We'll have a look at it and we'll, uh, we'll put on, we'll put on two, the, the, like I said, the three points that come up the most and we'll let everyone know we're all going to be open. It's not like uh, if someone like agrees with Sai, I'll be actually Sai said that we'll put that in. We're going to be all open. Cause that's, I think that's, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Best way of doing it. We're not just going to pick our own points, are we? Yeah, because obviously, uh, the and this is corny as hell, but the fans and the, the listeners make us, don't we, Dad? I'll tell you what, 
they're, they're us, so they listen to us. They put up with all our music. No gigs. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, Dave, before I come to you, do you remember when we just had Ash just doing reviews about pies? Uppity yeah. bugger. Now yeah, look I, at remember, him. I that... remember Ash's stats. I love that. I was just, yeah, was Ash's stats. Out. Where did that go? Just doing shit stats. You know, <laughs> how, many, how many McDonald's straw can fill the average bath? Ash, Ash will be able to tell you. It was Ash's stats that got him to where he is now. <laughs> He's going to pull his top up and have I'm a changed man on his vest underneath. Ask me about my dinosaur. I can see um, I can see a tweet in a few weeks which is a bit like the one from last night saying it was great being part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, me yeah. and Ben are leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben's, Ben's <laughs> off. People appear next to Dom and James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, uh. go on then, Dave. So you've got an opportunity, you know, a hypothetical one because, like I said, we're going to collate the, t- the top three choices uh you've you've got an opportunity to talk to dc via via smash master there look looking his red wine like go on in a, in a in a lovely thornbridge cup as well. it's favorite member of little mix that's all i want to know <laughs> have you waited all that time that's have you exactly. waited for 10 minutes in utter silence to drop who's your favorite member of little mix yeah <laughs> there's only three to choose from now isn't no there? It, can, it, it can be passed up present ah right okay is it me or do you see you're asking that no, no, well, I, I want to collate it and then we have a separate spreadsheet and just kind of get some pie charts and stuff. Vic, I can do if, the pie charts. Vic, if, if, yeah, yeah, Balti. Uh, listen, Vic, if you're listening, can we have another smart, smart sheet, please, just uh, purely based on Little Mix, that'll be smashing. Uh, I like the way that Vic's just meta. Just hovering <laughs> above us, like, you know what I mean? But, but go on, Dave, I'm going to let you give me, give me a proper answer. Um, so you've got an opportunity. I mean, we're, we're talking about uh, reach, which is what Simon said. We've got strategy, which is what Ben said. What about you, Deb? It's a bit of the two. It's, I'm interested in, there's got to be an ethos within the club where we're quite transparent about what we're trying to do. And we're not ashamed, because I've mentioned this before, where we have a style of football and play where every single level of the club is playing. So I think the, cl- the club has to decide to go away and have a think about how it wants to set up and how it, what it wants to be. Because we keep chopping and changing the manager Trying to, trying to impact on things. So I think to have that set up, that structure where if a manager did move on, that we can bring somebody else in with the players that we've got. So for Wednesday to pick an idea to, for, for Wednesday to decide within itself what its, what, what its outlook's going to be, what its, its agenda's going to be, uh, and then and, and run with that so that we've got... So as supporters, we can be proud of the club and we can feel that it is telling us what we are as a club and we aren't just bouncing from manager to manager and not knowing what we're getting. We're doing that without manager, aren't we? Well, okay. <laughs> we're signing players without a strategy. We don't need a manager, but we haven't got a strategy. But this is what I'm saying. If you've got an idea, if you've got... Like, so when you've mentioned strategy and when Sam has mentioned about the, the youth links, it all ties in. If you know how your team sets up, then when you buy a player, you can straight away think, right, I know how that's going to fit in as a fan. And if the club has this identity of a way of playing football, like Ajax, if you're going to take it to the nth degree, this sort of idea of you have people in and it's the play from the back and everyone can play in every position, it might be a bit idealistic, but I think to have an idea of what the club's about so that when young lads are coming through, they might not have grown up as Wednesday fans, but they know if they get released by Man City or I know Wednesday, they're playing this way, that's how I play my football, I'm a box-to-box midfielder and I know they have a position for that. And that way we've created his own brand and identity in the way we play. And it's something which we can perhaps be proud of. Okay. Well, you, you've all named three quite large picture things there. And, and you know, they're, 
they're all valid. And, and I keep pointing to the link at the top. Click the link and, and write that on there. Uh, I'm going to go something a bit more closer to home. I was going to talk about your match day experience, you know, getting a beer at half time, the queuing, uh, you know, getting to your seat. Can you pre-order? You know, I, I've worked in venues where you pre-order your beer and just pick it up off a table and you go. You know what I mean? Things like that. Can we do something inside that mound underneath the cop? Can we dig into there? And can we have a... Uh, I don't know if any of you have been in the NFL at Wembley where we have a fan zone. I mean, that is an experience before and after the game. We had something like it when we had Cartier Nair under the, uh, as the uh, commercial director. And... Um, and it was something in the car park at the, uh, at the at the shop. Now, that was a great idea, but it was a bit of a fart to a ship fight. And if you didn't have kids, it was a waste of damn time. Now, let's. what about the, the wasteland over the road where we used to we use as a car park? Why don't we get burger vans and rides for the kids, get some Jippo Fair coming in? And, and you know what I mean? That type of they, thing. They have been there lately. They have been let's there. have a big experience. Let's get it all in and let's, let's own it ourselves as a club. Let's generate funds. Let's turn going to see Sheffield Wednesday into an experience. You know, oh, that, it's an experience, all right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that video that came out of, uh, of Chelsea doing their flame shows. And it gets much derided. I mean, a video came out of Chelsea doing it and we were all screaming, what the fucking hell is that? Yeah. That was embarrassing on our behalf. Imagine that being young, you know, young Ethan's first game. Or Ethan was um, mascot when we played uh, Man City uh, in the FA Cup when New Year scored, then we lost 2-1 on that Sunday. And um, he had we had the Azerbaijan land of fire. Shirt then, yellow, yellow with the blue. Same stock. as Atletico Madrid for some yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they said to us, we had to meet uh, a certain part of the Etihad, and and we took him there. And a coach turned up with the Man City players on, right? And they had a DJ at the main entrance. So mm -hmm. imagine this at, at Hills. I remember it. Bridge, I, I remember it. You've got the bridge, and you've got the entrance where the elephants are, right? And they had a, a red carpet running down. And there was a DJ there, and he introduced every player off the coach. Next off the coach is Frank Lampard or whoever it was. You know, all these players came off. Jesus. And 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 it was like music playing and all this. That That's an experience, people, right? Um, we... Taking photographs and 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 it, to us at the moment, like traditional football fans were like going, "Oh God, that makes." What load of bloody rubbish! What, what, yeah. what, I tell you what, what, what I'm going to say to you, a load yeah. of rubbish. What a load of Yorkshire shit kicker attitude that is! Grow up, grow up. Not everybody has to be poor. You know yeah. what I mean? Not everybody has to be down in the drum, doldrums and complain. Okay. And the irony of me doing that whilst complaining isn't wasted on me either. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, we've had a couple of we've had a couple of comments here, like you know, uh, the being back to the fan zone. Um, you know, Adams, the two just mentioned it on 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 Facebook right now. You know, that was that was a great experience. Mm. It was something that brought us together. You know. Um, and then John's gone, we should have an old rock band that comes to do an air guitar at half time. Like, you know, so, stuff like that. But I remember I remember when I had a season ticket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a season ticket. And I remember we launched that. Uh, it was yellow, white, and blue away kit mm. uh, that year. And we had... Um, cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. We died. You know what I mean? I, I was stood there going, what the fuck is this? But I remember I'd had a great day. And mm. how many times, you know, um, three o'clock on a Saturday for me, is a shit time to have football. And I know that there's a lot of people listening now and going, bloody hell, what's the matter with you? Again, grow up. Now, if, you know, an away day down at Plymouth, 
I shouldn't have to get on a train at seven o'clock in the morning because we have to have it at three o'clock in the afternoon. You know what I mean? I want to make a day of it. I want to be on the train, on the swills, you know, and, and you know, Christ, I, I want to do something after because, you know, three o'clock was picked because that's that time they could get out the factories and get to the football back a million days back six months from Sunday. You know what I mean? Let's get on a train. Let's make a day of it. Let's, I mean, it's not, it's not like Hillsborough's in the middle of Sheffield either. It's a prick to get to. Now let's let's keep everybody in the Hillsborough area. Let's have a fan zone. Let's have a cake ball, as John's just suggested on Facebook. There, <laughs> let's let's have a fucking experience and let's get the fans ready to shout and ready to scream and ready to go before they've yeah. even stepped foot in. Because what we've got now is people. Look at me now. I'm doing my politician point. What we've got now is silly old sods smelling like fart and piss, staying in the new back barrack tavern till ten to three. Walking in, whinging, and coming out after two hours. That's what's happening. That's what watching Sheffield Wednesday is right now. You know, and I'm not wrong. You know what I mean? Let's let's roll up at midday, get in the fan zone, get that big. They've got a big screen up at Reading, and it's literally on the side of a bloody road. But I was watching uh, the first game of the season when we played Reading, where Sam Hutchinson scored actually the the other year, and um, I remember going, "This is great. We're all just stood about having a pint. It it was good fun." And we don't have anything like that. But you know what I mean? We, when we opened the uh, south stand, the upper part of the south stand, the grandstand, mm-hmm. that was like, when I first went up there and I looked around when they first opened it, the bars and everything, I was like, wow, mm. this is amazing. Because I used to go on either the cop or the yeah, north yeah. stand. And I was just like, this is incredible. This is amazing. You go up there now and you go, Jesus, this is antiquated now. It's desolate. It, 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 it's it, grey. We it, sat up there, Ash, didn't we? It, it, it's... And, and, and to be honest, mate, you know, if if the Wednesday tap opened and let kids in before a game, we'd go in there. Mm. But kids aren't allowed in there. But why don't we have a mobile Wednesday tap bar sat somewhere? Let the why kids book about. Why allowed in there? Because because it's antiquity, antiquated old Yorkshire bollocks, Ben. That's what it is. Because when you went to pubs when you were eighteen, there was literally. Uh, a meter-long tiled bit in front of the bar that kids weren't allowed to stand on, which I, I, I know sounds fucking mental now saying it. You know what I mean? It's It was nuts. You know, back in the day before <coughs> before you were born, you weren't allowed to go into pubs unless you if you were wearing trainers, right? In pubs, you had to wear shoes and you had to wear a shirt on a Sunday because none at shops were open. And we're still fucking like that in Yorkshire. We still love it and we still go, bloody hell, you don't get me a bit bossed around here. Look at you going out in your fancy trainers. Grow up. Grow up and catch up because it's us holding experiences like that back. You where know what I mean? Live? Where do you live, Daniel? Uh, Brighton, mate. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be all my Andy Goldstein. You're fucking me about. Right, <laughs> I think it's Andy Pearson. Are you Are you going to ask me what I what my thing is? Go on, Ash. What would you say? It's just gone on. We're only going to be a quick. I know. I've just done an eight minute rant about Yorkshire. Go on. Um, it is basically you've stole. Well, as always, you steal thunder. But it was that. It's the youth. And I, I I don't like the youth that often. I've got two kids, and you know it's hard work and stuff. But what we're doing for me to pay for my kids to go and watch nothing, obviously not not a minute. But when we can go back, what can Sheffield Wednesday offer as a match day experience for them? Not just the older sixty plus moaning like you said, Dan, which, but the five, six, ten, twelve, the new generation of fans, the new generation. What? Yes, results on the pitch. 
help. There's nothing better than cheer, standing up, cheering, singing the songs and stuff. The kids love it, don't they? Mine they do, mine do. We went down when I first started. <laughs> Oh, ben, you've got a shit Sheffield Wednesday life, aren't you? You really? <laughs> but that for me, that's that's one of it, and it rolls into the match day experience. It rolls into strategy. Rolls into everything. Um, what are they gonna? What what is the plan for five, ten, fifteen, twenty years? Because mm-hmm. yes, we all know that if we have a son, if you're lucky enough to have children or a daughter, you go right. You're supporting Sheffield Wednesday. I'm checking your Tillsborough. Which happens, and, it, and what do they what do? Did. They get there and watch grown men smoke fags in a, in in literally a bricked up trough in a shed. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. They 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 need they do need to do stuff like that. But I'm not a smoker, so obviously it's always going to write me that. But yeah, that's that's what I think. What is the what's the plan for five, ten, fifteen years? Match day experience. How are we going to get these kids coming in? Um, I don't always think that kids for a quid works. Yes, it helps, but if, if you're paying a quid, yeah, it's only a quid, but if they sit there on the phones all the time and they're not actually investing in the football... The, the, the kid doesn't appreciate that they've only cost them a quid to get in. They need more, don't they? You'd rather pay a tenner for the kid to be entertained than a quid for them to be bored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it it doesn't be... make a difference when you're paying 36, 40 quid, hmm. does it? Well, yeah, 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 there is that as well. Yeah. Oh, no, if you're a one-off and if you're a family going then you might as well save up for a few weeks. And this you? goes all the way around from, from, from each one of us of what we've said. So, so you've got to look at, like, like Dave was saying about the, the brand Sheffield Wednesday, of the fact is that if you've got coaches, like I was talking about, going into schools, encouraging kids, and they've got a Wednesday tracksuit on, you know, they're, they're talking about the ethos of, we would like to play attacking football, and this is what we like to do, and, 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 and then establishing... Uh, centers, centers across Sheffield and South Yorkshire where they can, you know, people start and then kids will start going, I want to go, I, I don't, Dad, can I go to Hillsborough? Can, can I go down and watch watch the players play? You know, and then when they get to the ground, it isn't that, it isn't that, right, come on, lad, walk through a car park, straight in, and all there is is three and five o'clock. That's the entertainment yeah. that you get. It's Let's the get them there at midday. Get them out of bed. Let's have a five-a-side tournament that you can Ethan's register entertainment for. entertainment nowadays, I mean, he's 12, 13 this year, is the fact that he goes to the pub with Dad an hour or so before, and we sit in Weatherspoons in... in, in oh, you, you know how to treat the kids. Oh, I do. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, Si. I'll tell you what it is. You and I, right, when we though. were kids, used to have to stand outside when our dad weren't workies with a panda pop and let him sit there and play bloody dominoes. Right? It's... N- and, and I need I need some dads to listen to this. Just because you did it as a kid, it mean don't right. mean that you have to give make your kids do it. No. Oh no, no. I, I, do you I, know what I mean? You go to some of the pubs. I mean, we always used to park up and go in the in the railway and pubs there. That me and my dad used to come over. Yeah, that's and right. Yeah, that's right. Literally, we're going railway. My dad would go in, and I'd be sat. I'd be stood out the back, and because I'm the only one, I didn't have any brothers and sisters, only brothers and sisters. So I were playing football or kick. Well, well, kicking a bottle of pop around on floor with lads and lasses who I've never met before. And then my dad had come out and said, come on then and grab me. And we walked, we walked down to the ground and go in and go, you know, and, and that's, and that's how it started. And, you know, if, if Ethan said, Ethan has in the past said, dad, can we go down earlier and see players, you know, and, and go and get the players. But if they made it, if they made it more enjoyable, like you say, if, if they put, you know, we've got Hillsborough Park across the road, you know, get a marquee up in there and stuff. When players turn up, you know, they do something like they do at Man City. Just 
Steve was talking about it, wasn't it, a while ago about the fact that, that one of his one of his daughters really into going what watch Wednesday and the other one's not interested. He's got twins, and it is all about the burger, the the, the glass of pop that and then goes and sits. I remember Ethan being exactly the same. He'd sit with us, and he'd just sit there and he'd get his. PlayStation, whatever he had at the time, his, his console out. and A <laughs> big 50-inch up like that. <laughs> yeah. he but he won't watch football. It was DS. He got his DS yeah. out. He won't watch football. It's he won't be interested. Yeah. And now, he doesn't get that out. He sits and watches and he comments on the game because that's what happens as you get older. Yeah. But, you know... It, it, it is that. That's the that's the thing that it's... For, it's probably because I'm a dad, obviously, yeah. um, that... That's what I want to see. Uh, I'm not saying that they have to... It, it's that. I get there half an hour early. I have a beer in the ground and that's it. We, he stands there with, with me or the lads or whatever. Mm. And yeah, he's, he's 12. He's the same age as Ethan, Mark Lewis. And there is no experience for him. There's no. nothing really. Oh, Dad, can we have a look in the shop? <laughs> I can hear, I can, you, listen, you're right. You, you're yeah, right. Ben, yeah, so, so yeah, how's your match day experience, Ben? Would you have your panda pop and, and stuff? And see no, that? well, <laughs> for, what I'm gonna say is that, like you both said, and I think it comes down to what we've probably had for the last twenty years. All I've known is going to the game. It, it's literally kids are gonna get into it watching Wednesday if they love football if they don't they're not going to be attracted to it at all because like as you said there's nothing else yeah so somebody's literally just written that on Facebook now if we were uh, if we were good we wouldn't need oh. to worry about entertaining the kids but oh, we're not good yeah but yeah but <laughs> we're like at an it, early age we don't we don't do yeah. enough and if I didn't love football as a as a kid, not being that interested and passionate about it, you, you, you wouldn't get hooked watching mm. watching Wednesday. I, I'm surprised I did anyway. But yeah, you you had Lee I, Peacock. <laughs> I, I think I think like um, on that thing, if you are winning on the pitch, yes, we all know winning it doesn't solve everything, but it helps a massive lot. But then that's where you do invest even more. Yeah, the kids. We're were, oh man, we 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 like two points off top and stuff. So you get more. We're gonna get more at Hillsborough. We're winning, obviously. We always get mm. people turn up when we win. So that's the time to capitalise, surely, on putting extra things in place because you've got more of an audience then. Guys, if you're at home anyway, watching sorry. this going nuts, <laughs> click the link at the top and you can get yourself a uh, get yourself an agenda point put forward to Ash who will put it forward to the um, well, to the chairman supporters what time, group. What time? Oh, Should we well, what time should we say? Because I've got it. I've got to get in like tomorrow night. So well, we Ash has got to get his own work in. So get it in tonight, preferably, or first no. thing in the morning. Say so, so midday tomorrow. Midday so tomorrow midday, is yeah. is even better. Uh, yeah. Vic suggesting the games we used to do, where we were spinning around a broom or kicking a ball in a bin, taking penalties against some some for somebody. You know what I mean? But yeah. we'll come back to that, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks a lot to Mike Constantine's Constantine's Welsh. I always have to get that right. <laughs> Thank you very much to Mike Constantine's Wealth Management, who's uh, chosen to sponsor this nonsense and. Uh, <laughs> and there'll be no more pie updates from uh, from Ash because he's uh, he's a big deal now. So uh, thanks a lot. See you later. Right, I'm coming off. I'm coming off Facebook. <laughs> the Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium.
of Rybina in it. That's nice, that. Lovely. Nice, that. I like I bet that. it's not as much Rybina as Ben's got. Oh, no, oh but... what bloody hell. No, oh, no. How many of them do you get through, Ben? Two a day? Three. It doesn't even dilute it anymore. Just takes it neat. <laughs> <laughs> In, in, the mo- in the morning, I'll spend two hours literally in garage just just go- going through it. So I literally get through a full one in the morning wow. and then maybe one or two in the afternoon. I can't believe you've actually been pulling your car around today. Yeah. A bit. <laughs> I did you, is it broke down or something? No, I just, I, I've got a, I've got a <laughs> harness for it. So I've been doing a bit of strongman stuff. Oh, you're gonna be eating, you're gonna be drinking raw eggs like he used to in eighties. What's this fucking Jeff Jeff Capes. It's the ninetieth minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.